welcome to a new episode. My guest of today is the very talented and business owner, Neil Nitin Mukis. And beside his movies, I love watching his uh, day-to-day life on Instagram. And if there would be a Daddy of the Year award, I'm pretty sure he would get it because his relationship with his adorable daughter is so cute. So after this live, go check his feed again and you will be overloaded with a lot of cuteness. Hi, how are you? Very well. How are you? So good to see good, you finally good, good. We are on this chat. Thank you yeah, for having it took, me. I think Thank you. six months. <laughs> I think I'm it so six sorry, months, but, but I... No, 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 but I think it's, it's worth it. <laughs> it's, yeah, I'm, I hope it is. But it's so good to see you. Yeah. And so same, nice same. to be live with your audience right now. I can see all thank your you, followers you. are all going crazy and they're loving, uh, you know, that you're online. It's, I think yeah. they love that you are here, but let, uh, let's keep it like that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, lovely. before we start, Thanks. like, all the questions, um, I mm-hmm. always ask, like, how how are you really doing? Because I think we, like we did just now, we use that as a greeting, but we don't really <laughs> listen normally. So how has this year been so far for you? Well, the year has been exciting in the sense so much to learn suddenly. Uh really didn't expect us to be locked up in in our homes for so long. Uh, in fact, last March, yeah. when the entire pandemic started around the 22nd, I remember uh, that we were so mm-hmm. confident of, you know, work re- going to resume. We, we presume that it's going to be just for a couple of days. Then in, staying in the same city, I was uh, torn apart between families because my mother, my father stay in one part of the city, I, my daughter, my wife was staying somewhere else. Work-wise, everything came on a standstill. So, but we, we kind of thought that maybe things will get back to normal soon. It's not, it's been rather long, but I'm hoping that the the revival series, I think is, is exciting, but it's the, it's a, I, I always tell my brother and my family, it's the, you know, it's a patience game. This yeah. year has taught us how to be patient. And I think mm-hmm. more important is importantly, it's taught us how to be uh, content. Also taught me how to respect time, you know, the people around. Mm-hmm. And it's also taught me some really great values of how one should be very thankful to God of what he has. So in a much yeah. larger retrospect of things, I am so I feel so blessed that at least I have food on my table twice a day and uh, I can, you know, uh, at least feed my family. There are families who've struggled so much in the last one year. So yes, in, in, in totality, yes, it's really, it's, it's a very humbling experience. You know, I feel at, at least for me, I, I, I always like to call myself that I'm constantly struggling. After mm-hmm. every film of mine, my struggle starts again. I again have to go hunt for work. I have to get the right script. I have to meet the right director. I have to get back into a certain look and a certain character. But this time, I think it's gone back to the basics of you know sure. many many other elements uh, other than just uh, just uh, careers and and work front. Yeah. 
Yeah, you could work a lot on yourself. And I think we yeah. always thought that we were doing that, but because we're doing so much different things besides but, that. But I feel that the positive uh, of it is that I got to spend a lot of time with my family. Mm -hmm. I'm spending a lot of time with my daughter. So I see it's so adorable. Where, where, where initially I was very uh, upset of not being able to spend the initial few months with her because I was working on Saho and Bypass Road uh, and my wife was pregnant and she gave birth when Bypass Road was still uh, on floor. And so till mm -hmm. then I was okay. complaining all the time. I was like, you know, I haven't gotten a chance to spend that quality time. Anyway, so yeah. I was saying that I, I feel so blessed that at least I got this one year to, you know, kind of bond with her. And now the bond has become mm -hmm. so strong that uh, yeah. I, I feel I feel that this was time worth, you know, all all the time that we got this year was worth it. Yeah. How's the Won't year been be for you? Like hard on every... It's going okay. The most important thing is that the numbers are going down. And yeah, if that means that we have to stay at home, so be it. That's great. Yeah. I hope it yeah. It all kind of gets back to normal. I have deliberately not been taking up work uh, because I have mm -hmm. my father who's 70 plus and mm -hmm. he's acutely diabetic. And okay. since we're all now, so after a while, we all started staying together because yeah. uh, the moment it opened up slightly out here, I said, you know, it's been such a big gap mm -hmm. and, you know, as, as an elder son, I didn't want to not be with my father during this time. And uh, I wanted him to spend time with my, my daughter as well. So he's 70 plus and he's uh, acutely diabetic. So we have to take a lot of care for him. Mm -hmm. Even his work, he's taking very, yeah. uh, you know, limited work. He's a playback singer. He's and he all his work mm -hmm. is all about live performances. He just had a show recently. He did a yeah. spectacular job, but we were so nervous mm -hmm. about it because even though we know the people, it was very well taken care of. You're always on the edge yeah. of who you're going to be exposed to, where people have traveled from. We can't go yeah. asking everyone what their itinerary yeah. has been what like. Yeah, what did you do? Yeah. 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 So consciously, you... yes, sorry. Consciously, we've just uh, been working from home and making sure that all our pre-productions are happening from, you know, offices with limited staff. My writing, luckily, I get a lot of time. So in this one year, I've gotten a lot of time to write as well. I, I, I write, I produce, my brother's a director. So there's so much stuff that we've worked on right now that we can't wait to get back on set. And um, yeah. I think now there has been a certain movement and mm -hmm. hoping that uh, this 100% occupancy that we have been given permission yeah. for the theaters uh, gets in the audience getting back into the theaters. It's a, you know, it's a domino effect. If the theaters start really flourishing well, it, automatically all the other aspects and avenues of uh, the film industry work, you know. So we are hoping yeah. that uh, everyone kind of comes out of this uh, situation. Everyone gets back onto a set and there'll mm -hmm. never be a complaint of uh, of late hours. The little things anymore. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I I guess all the more. I think all the actors are gonna all the actors are gonna say, please guys, let's do some overtime. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I no. can imagine. I can't but wait. I, I can't also... wait to get back. 
Yeah, yeah. I cannot Sorry. wait to see your new you... project even. No problem. Right. Um, I truly believe in like creating your own success and uh, need, uh, doing what needs to be done and creating your own opportunities. And I think you're a great example of that. Um, what makes you do it all? Like, and how do you excel in everything? Because you do a lot. See, uh, for me, I think it's just about passion. I love films. For me, I don't think anything beyond films. I eat, sleep, eat, drink. Everything is all about films. But uh, yeah. I come from a from a family of three generations from the film industry. Not many can boast of that in in our in my generation. But uh, my grandfather was a legendary singer, Mukesh Ji. My father is a legend in his own rights, Nitin Mukesh. And of course, I am trying to make my own small little niche, you know, of, of the kind of cinema that I like, I believe in. Uh, I'm a little choosy when it comes to the kind of work that I want to do, the kind of people I want to work with. Not arrogant at all. It's just that no, sometimes I think... But you yourself. I, I, I feel that cinema has so much more to offer, you know. The world cinema is progressing. Mm -hmm. Now that we have, the, you know, the OTT platforms have come up. So you see world content, you know, and, and you compare your content and you know that you have the capacity to tell better stories, to push the boundaries, push mm -hmm. the, the technical aspects of filmmaking. So for me, I think the holistic uh, approach towards films was, is, has always been very attractive. I was, uh, a child actor since the age of four. Mm -hmm. I did two films as a child star. And then I went and I started learning uh, acting professionally. I trained for multiple years, many, many years with many, many uh, gurus that I consider my gurus. Kishamit Kapoorji, Anupam Kher Saab, mm -hmm. many other gurus that I, you know, even now really think and I feel very blessed I had a diction teacher of mine called Dr. Vanamali, who taught me what enunciations are. So I, I after every film, I go back to my learning. I go yeah. back to the basics. Working I on kind your of craft. Go, yeah. I then was an assistant director in Yashar's films for, for many years. I worked as an assistant out there with uh, Kunal Kohli. The film was Mutsi Dosti Karoge with Ritek Rani. Karina. Oh my God, it was I a great cast with also. Chopra. <laughs> so yeah, it's a brilliant yeah. film. And I, I had a great experience. For me, uh, you know, what I learned in Yashar's films was, was what I today know what filmmaking is all about also. Uh, Adib here is like an elder brother to me and a very strong uh, support factor. Um, so I, for me, films is not just about... Uh, going on set, finishing a day of work and coming back to your family. For me, it's way beyond. I I want to make films. I want to be a part of films. Um, mm -hmm. So it all started when I was a very young child, actually. I'm, I'm just going to yeah. dig, if if we had the kind of time, I'm going to give mm -hmm. you an anecdote of how it all started. I'm, I don't of know course. whether you would know. I've shared this uh, with a few of my fans earlier also. But... Mm -hmm. uh, I was very young when I started seeing trophies very beautifully displayed in my my grandfather's house. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and every time I went there to spend the weekend with my grandmom, I would be fascinated and ask her, 
you know who do these trophies belong to because that time i was so young i just wanted to know if someone's won the sack race or if someone's <laughs> won a 100 meter and yeah. uh, who got who got the gold medal and so for me to see so many trophies was of course uh, uh, you know mm-hmm. quite uh, uh, quite fascinating as a child it was like getting into a candy shop yeah. so I used to ask her and she used to tell me stories of my grandfather that he's a playback singer and uh, you know he was a playback singer and he sang songs for Raj Kapoor ji for you know most of Raj Kapoor's films and multiple other superstars he sang for mm-hmm. and I never got around to understand what playback singing was I was too too young I was uh, much I was about two and a half three maybe at that time when I used to have this fascination yeah. And uh, she would show me Raj Kapoorji's films. So for me, my first step of education towards film started with uh, all the Raj Kapoor films. And mm-hmm. nobody else did it better than, you know, Raj Kapoorji, the legend himself. Mm-hmm. And the way he emoted, the way he romanced on screen, I don't think there's been anybody. Of course, uh, I would say the only one who probably matched him and I would... I would take the liberty of saying that I sometimes I felt that did um, go slightly beyond Raj Kapoorji was his son Rishi Kapoorji. I think mm-hmm. uh, Chintu Uncle mm-hmm. himself was an epitome when it came to, you know, being this iconic love uh, figure and a man who mm-hmm. you instantly relate with love films and, and uh, multiple of these uh, genres. Um, so from it started there and then when I was coincidentally offered this uh, role as junior Rishi Kapoor in mm-hmm. a film called Vijay and mm-hmm. uh, it was being directed by the late Yash Chopra ji and uh, my father instantly said of course he should be a part of it and I went to yeah. shoot and that's mm-hmm. for the first time I had to lip sync a song it was called Akkad Vakkad Bambebo and I had mm-hmm. to lip sync it. Anupam ji was there with me. And so he was being a guide ever since he's been a father figure. So yeah. he was telling me, okay, beta, you should do it this way. And that's when I understood what playback singing is. And I mm-hmm. rushed back to my grandmother and I told her about this. And I, I told her, okay, play one of my grandfather's songs. So she played Ek Din Bik Jayega. And I started lip syncing mm-hmm. Ek Din Bik Jayega. And uh, I understood what playback singing was. But that was the day where uh, it just sat with me about acting. That it's when I went on that mm-hmm. set of uh, uh, Vijay as a child, you know, the lights, the camera, the attention, uh, the whole world w- just instantly sucked me in. And I haven't looked back ever since. I just wanted to be an actor ever since. And I was all a fall yeah. when I decided that I want to be an actor. And by the grace of God, there are very few who oh, wow. have have a dream and can live it. And I'm living that every single day. So, yeah, yeah it, it's, it's kind of difficult to want to do everything. Mm-hmm. Because, uh, you know, sometimes you have to have faith in yourself. You have to have that belief. Because I think if you believe in yourself, you know, first of all, it's, I think, believe in yourself, you know, because Mm -hmm. till you don't believe in yourself, you're not going to work towards educating yourself about something. 
if you're educated you have the confidence you know you can write you know you can direct you can know you can produce you can act you can sing then do it you know it's no, creativity has creativity <laughs> has no boundaries and uh, came a time in my career in my life uh, i've been a part of some really big films some films haven't done well on the box office but i i'm i'm very different in my thought process i never evaluate my films when it comes to hit or flop for me a film is a film i don't understand yeah. the number game if i am a producer is when i will talk the number game and that too it's a very yeah. difficult uh, equation to understand you know the whole theater business is in itself the right showcasing mm-hmm. the right timing of the film uh, are you getting enough shows to to put on your show there's so much of a i at least before the uh, before the lockdown there was so much of a crowding every friday there was there were multiple films releasing people some people weren't getting you know correct showcasing a lot of all of that so it's very difficult to judge a good film and a bad film as opposed to a hit film and a flop film so yeah, one has to one has to very individualistically probably uh, sit back and understand why uh it's a hit or a flop is a different equation but how is it a good or a bad film you know mm-hmm. and um, is the screenplay well written is the execution good it was made in a certain budget was it worth the budget in the netherlands they have like a lot of movies in the cinema that are already like uh, a big success in india itself but to be honest like yeah. during the last year like with the lockdown and stuff my family and i watched a lot of movies that we didn't know of because it didn't hit like the big screen here but it were really good movies and it's like what you right. said it doesn't mean that if it has like certain amount in the box of it's a good movie or a bad we have seen so much and we were like oh my god we missed so much cinema like in the netherlands because we only received like the hits to say the least correct so, like that was good for during the lockdown we have seen a lot of good movies now oh, there is in fact yeah. i'm really proud of some filmmakers who are really pushing the boundary right now i'm very hopeful with the ott platforms mm-hmm. also out here you know we are going to get sure. some uh, yeah. uh, great content coming out we are uh, breaking mm-hmm. out of the the regular uh, you know storytelling formats we're getting we're tapping into genres that weren't explored the whole reason why i did bypass yeah. road also as the first film was not to be uh, mm-hmm. uh, careful you know it's not to try and test out the formulas that have worked earlier it's to try and push mm-hmm. the boundaries of trying to do something try and tap a genre that hasn't been explored a lot in in the country home innovation mm-hmm. i feel is is a fantastic genre thriller mm-hmm. in itself is 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 great you know there's a there's a fantastic audience for thrillers we love watching yeah. international yeah. thrillers when True. so and we have a great um, you know great culture we have uh, in india we have so many multiple cultures we so many stories that we can tell and thrillers that can be made so why not try and explore some original content like i what i was noticing in the last 4 5 years was that thrillers are being made but most of them are either inspired very heavily or mm-hmm. they are direct copies of some other international films so why yeah. are we not 
uh, like I said, people are trying very safe. So I just wanted to make sure that they you know, know as a writer works, or, or they don't want to uh, go after. Yeah, yeah, it you know it's okay. This has worked in, abroad. Let's try and remake it out here. It'll work again. Fair. That's I understand the logic behind its success. So really you want creative. to, but where is your originality in in getting your own screenplay, your own story? Where is yeah. the mind working towards actually stitching a story that you have created from nothing, characters that you have mm -hmm. created from just nothing, and yeah. get them to life? So I feel from as as a, as a filmmaker and and a genre that I love. Yeah, thrillers. I I really like thrillers. So I want to try and see as much original mm -hmm. content that I can create. And uh, uh, yeah, so that's that's the whole idea right now. And uh, uh, great space. A lot of yes, like like I said, yeah. like I said, you know, a lot of my fans, a lot of my friends, a lot of my family members keep asking. So what's next? And uh, when yeah. are you starting? Do you feel like a pressure then? Like, like you need to create? I don't think so, but I'm curious. Yeah, I mean, there is a constant pressure because what happens, unfortunately, uh, you know, you work on a film for maybe a year or two. You're working every single day. Mm -hmm. People don't really understand yeah. the amount of work that goes behind making a film. Now, for mm -hmm. example, Bypass Road took me about two and a half years of my time. Mm -hmm. It took me mm -hmm. from from pre-production to writing to setting it up to executing the film to post-production to marketing to to release. I was simultaneously shooting two South films, one which was a multilingual, okay. the big film Saho, which mm -hmm. was one of the biggest films mm -hmm. last year. It did about three hundred mm -hmm. plus uh, crore rupee business, and it was with the biggest stars, you know, Prabhas, uh, nationwide superstar, and what a gentleman, what a nice man to work with. Finest producers, you know, UV Creation, T-Series, there was Shraddha in the film. Also took time, you know, because it's such a big film. It A film does take time to make at times. It's not just about going there, finishing a film in 35, 40 days mm -hmm. and releasing it. You know, it, there's a, it's a long process. Yeah. But what happens is, what I've realized is that the audience's patience runs out because they have so much content and they've seen your content mm -hmm. already. So they, they kind of wait for the yeah. next. And that process yeah. of waiting for the next is is where we have to be a little patient because uh, I, I, I'll i be very honest to you. I probably have said more work to uh, in, in the lockdown than I've said in my entire career. There's too much compromises happening. The scripts are probably being compromised. Budgets are being compromised. I feel that films are mm -hmm. forever. You know, they it's like a like a stock. Yeah. You know, it's it's in a library. It's a memory that you're mm -hmm. capturing and keeping there forever. So it has to be worth the capture. It has to be worth the mm -hmm. the effort that you're going to go through it. So. Yeah, yeah, there have not been just some, saying yes some, to have sometimes, yeah, again. sometimes you have to evaluate a lot of aspects. And if they all sit together is when you can say yes or no. Sometimes the correct script mm -hmm. doesn't come my way. So I have to wait till that doesn't happen. Sometimes yeah. the, the script is interesting, but I'm not sure if the director will be able to execute it. Sometimes both mm -hmm. are fantastic, but the 
producer is not willing to back it up the way it's supposed to sometimes there's so many avenues mm. that you know can lead to a yes or a no so right now is just me you sitting at home yes waiting patiently really right mm-hmm. right when i know that eventually it's not going to you know affect uh, the decision you know you shouldn't regret any of your decision yeah. then eventually if it's a hit yeah, or a flop like people call it yeah right i i stick by every decision that i've made you know some of them could be but i don't really know how to make the correct box office decision in the sense people people uh, you know say that uh, you know there's a certain formula to get a box office hit i don't know how to do that i i go very strongly with my gut instinct and say okay this character mm-hmm. needs me i can do justice to this character now it doesn't really mean that i need to spend 1 hour on screen i can spend mm-hmm. maybe 5 uh, minutes but that character in 5 minutes still lasts you know creates such an impact that it can last a lifetime for uh, an audience as a memory i did a film called wazir mm-hmm. wazir had me on screen for literally 5 minutes but till date mm-hmm. i have fans you know who come back to me and talk to me about wazir yeah so, the impact that movie had you had also similarly i i i i don't know whether it's a hero centric film or a villain centric film is mm. it an antagonist or a protagonist and i do both i do both mm-hmm, i play mm-hmm. protagonist and i play antagonist i do that in the south yeah. as well so so i i like being a little unpredictable in that sense i i like uh, you know not being able to be tabbed easily but yeah. uh, but like i said if i know that my character is is strong and is one of the drivers of the story then i love to be a part of that film if not and if it's just for the heck of some presence being felt out there then i don't think it's really important for me to be a part of that film and so yeah, yeah. sometimes it the, the the game is to be patient you know you have to wait sometimes out maybe you yeah sometimes uh, the directors don't have the right film for you yeah and, you know sometimes the directors don't think that uh, you can do justice to the role sometimes yeah. you might think that you can fit in but there might be another perception so you have to keep mm-hmm. battling this you have to keep fighting it and there's no dearth of talent here there's immense talent there's everyone's extremely talented extremely hard working everyone's on top of their game mm-hmm. and they know how competitive it is every friday we are seeing yeah. multiple new faces so when i started my career about 13 14 years ago it wasn't as competitive it, there were just maybe three debuts that would happen in a year now mm-hmm. we are seeing every friday has a debut so that yeah. much more talent is coming in there is enough uh, scope of work for for everyone it's sure. just the right work i guess yeah yeah and i think the right mindset but um i also sorry i really lo- like like love how you're so passionate about your work but i also have a lot of amazing questions about your adorable daughter because i mentioned it in the <laughs> intro like i think if there would be an award for daddy of the year you would get it cuz you guys are so adorable <laughs> i cannot I'll see you guys thank are you. so cute but like I'll how would you describe really your bond with her well it's it's actually i can't really describe what my bond with her is um mm. 
I don't know whether I've ever felt this way with anyone. You know, I won't lie. When she was born, I was very nervous. I was very sure that I'm going to be a good father because I love kids. So I knew that I'm going to be a pampering father. I've done that to my sister's kids. I've done mm-hmm. that to a lot of my nephews and nieces. But when it came to my own, I was very nervous. I was hoping that I'm a good parent. I yeah. I can inculcate the same values that my parents have inculcated in her, in in me, in my sister, in in my brother. So I can inculcate those values in her. And today I I feel very proud when she sits and does you know morning puja with my mom. She knows wow. the arti. Yeah. She's all of two mm-hmm. and a half years old. Yeah. She knows her puja. She knows her the arti. She knows her colors. She knows her numbers. She knows her nursery rhymes. She loves music. She sits and does riyas with honest, my father. Don't you think like is is my daughter like the smartest kid in the world? <laughs> <laughs> well, touch what I, I think imagine. every pa- I think every parent feels that for their child, you know. Yeah. So yeah. so me if I'm if I'm going to go and praise my daughter, it's mm-hmm. instantly the same thing with many other parents for their kids. and and they're bond with theirs you know so i'm speaking for not just myself but for every parent out there i think yeah. it's the most beautiful relation that one can so my father used to always uh, you know tell me whenever i used to be a little naughty or be a little uh, brash with him so yeah. i'm the i'm i'm the so called pampered son in the house and i demand a lot of attention so he used to say that when you have your child you will know what it means to be a parent yeah. you know and i really now do understand that with nurvi but she does mm-hmm. like she her bond with not just me but my entire family my father my mother my wife my brother even my my baby son maximus my pet dog mm-hmm. even with him she is touch would so well bonded with everyone i think that just kind of reflects how we are uh, mm-hmm. that's us we are very friendly people we like making friends we like entertaining people we like talking to people that's us you know if we don't get uh, attention we we crave it you know yeah so she's yeah. that she's an attention seeker she needs attention all the time she's an entertainer and, uh, <laughs> she's a complete entertainer she does her riyas with my father every morning mm-hmm. so she started oh, wow. doing her saregama so yeah mm-hmm. as a i don't know a specific word but i feel that the only way to probably describe it in one word is that that she's my life i can't mm. think beyond her now you know yeah. there was a point where it used to be okay i want to do this i want to do that i want to go here i want to eat this food i want to sleep at Before this time i want to go like to the gym kind of selfish life it was it which was very selfish which is fine i and i know many others who are still like that after being <laughs> parents also you know yeah. which is fine to each one their own god bless mm-hmm. but for me it's right now it's all about what is she wanting to do does she want to sit at home does she want to go down to play if she's going to sleep then i need to be quiet okay i'll 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 not make noise okay we won't have any friends at home it's yeah. everything is around her. around her yeah completely yeah. Nice. you know i think it's very important also that the child feels that security of uh mm-hmm. you know in her growing years or in his growing years mm-hmm. in, to understand 
who these people are this is the time that we mm-hmm. start they are so sharp in today's time the kids are so sharp sure. my daughter knows how to operate an ipad she knows what youtube <laughs> is you know i'm sorry okay. but i didn't have a choice to educate her online that's the only way that i could do it this year and unfortunately yeah, she yeah. was too tiny when when the lockdown started she was really tiny she was all of uh, one plus you know when the lockdown mm-hmm. started so for her she's missed out on her play school and that that really uh, you know initial schooling life we've been doing a lot of online schooling as well with her in the sense we sit we we show her stuff her nursery rhymes etc she loves her peppa pig she loves her uh, baby shark do 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 she loves yeah. all of that so <laughs> i think but, it's like in your but, head like that song but but i i when i see my father with an ipad he's struggling mm-hmm. yeah. and nurvi <laughs> nurvi knows exactly how to log on to youtube she'll scroll through what she wants to she'll wait till the skip ad button pops up and she'll press that button if she has to skip an ad she's two and a half years old and she knows all yeah. of this if there so isn't smart. if if the if 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 the machine isn't connected to wifi she'll come running to my room and say papa i need wifi so, so smart <laughs> the kids today are so smart that's what yeah. scares me also because they grasp everything very quick mm-hmm. and that's the reason why i want to spend time with her and make sure she understands you know the greater values of life you know right now it's mm-hmm. she shouldn't be pampered i want to give her that very simple balanced upbringing you know a very common man approach which is very important that's how we were born born and brought up that's how we my father has inculcated like i said earlier also those those values in us we want to pamper yeah. her but not to that limit mm-hmm. where she is not approachable so you know that's and the reason why yeah. i like yeah. yeah we're so like for for example the two of us of course i don't know whether you know the hindi language as fluently but mm-hmm. i love speaking in my hindi language that's my native mm-hmm. language that's my mother tongue and i like to do that with her so mm-hmm. we are so influenced with the west all the time that we are watching english films we are watching english yeah. cartoons we are, okay. so it's but obvious that automatically one tends to speak a lot in Uh, in english because it's a universal mm-hmm. language first yeah. learn this language because the moment she goes back into school it's going to be you know kids talking in english and then maybe yeah. so i really wanted her to uh, uh, get that so yeah we we we're working over uh, a few things as parents with her and let's yeah. hope she's a great child and i really yeah. can't tell you how blessed i feel and especially being a daughter Oof, mm-hmm. I can't even I can't even you know before she was born I used to tell my wife that okay if it's a boy I know I can mm-hmm. be brash with him you know just spank yeah. him around and you know just <laughs> yeah. throw him around and make him run around and do 10 things yeah now with her around I can't even think what it would be if she was a boy <laughs> you know yeah. I I I sit I make her hair I comb her hair and she's a full daddy's girl She's yeah. a papa's girl. I saw your girl. pictures also with like the hair band. Like you're enjoying she, it too. She <laughs> she's a papa's girl. 
if papa's yeah. around and if i'm back from office then it's mm-hmm. i can't even spend 5 minutes with my own parents she will just say you know that it's oh. it's time for papa and papa yeah. sat kon aayega and then she'll <laughs> take my finger pull me into my bedroom and then it's yeah. just her and me then we have our father and daughter time it's yeah. everything for her is papa yeah mm-hmm. and i think that is like the greatest thing you can get but also like my next question following this was also like what are some um um I want I don't want to say lessons but the way your parents raised you like what would you like to repeat uh, with Norvi Everything I think uh, like I like I said mm-hmm. what my parents uh, have you know my my father always taught me a thing that my grandfather taught him is that as one starts growing big in life as in starts becoming successful makes a little money one should become more humble you know that's how it's it's like a tree when a tree starts bearing fruits the branches start bowing down towards the earth even more similarly so i want to try and get that to value you know imbibed into her i want to make sure that as a parent she understands uh you know people i want her to be loved by people i want her to love people I want her to understand the importance of a certain blessing that maybe she's born with you know that she's born with somebody who's who loves her so much so it's important for her to give it back yeah I don't want I, I don't want her to ever judge people you know we my parents have always taught me never to judge people um, on the contrary I always see myself uh becoming friendlier with people who maybe are not uh, as successful or are are in the need of something because i feel that maybe i can help them so i have mm-hmm. that you know uh, approach towards life i have that approach towards people if if mm-hmm. i think i have it in my capacity to help someone who really requires it and needs it i go out of mm-hmm. my way to do that whether it's mm-hmm. it's a boy at home who's helping me with my home errands whether it's a carpenter whether it's it's a star whether it's an actor whether it's a singer whether it's a a guy who's doing a show anybody if i think i can do something to help someone i go out of my way to do it and i want to make sure that she does that mm-hmm. you know you shouldn't you shouldn't judge people you know about uh, their standards yeah. or you never know the situation mm-hmm. of life who's gone through what why someone like this or for that matter don't be so influenced by people who are very successful either so have your mm-hmm. own mm-hmm. understanding of people and have a great balance yeah. between both the worlds and you know why why would you want to be friends with people why would you want to know people yeah. there has to be a reason and it shouldn't yeah. be some ulterior motive you know mm-hmm. behind uh, behind that so uh, yeah those, that's, that's those how relations I am. are never really true though like it's only like on opportunity i i i you know for example i if my a set of my friends would like to go to uh, a roadside restaurant for example mm-hmm. i don't i don't hesitate in a second i'm i'm the first one jumping on onto the plan and saying yes i i'm 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 in i'll let's hop into a yeah. car and go 
and they're like yeah. but you know you'll you'll get mobbed and people will see you <laughs> i said they'll take five minutes then they'll get bored and they'll start eating again and yeah, that's exactly yeah. what happens <laughs> they'll come they'll see me they'll knock i'll give them a few selfies then after which they, they are happy they are eating their food we are chilling yeah. we are doing our bit yeah and um, and similarly there are certain uh, friends of mine who don't want to go anywhere else but maybe a five star restaurant so on the contrary mm-hmm. if i feel i mm-hmm. can afford to do that then that's when i say okay you know what i'll mm-hmm. come with you guys also so i have balance yeah. uh, like that's a good balance yeah i have that balance in me and i think my parents have taught that really well and i want to make sure that nur has that like uh, Uh, you know a luxury car and i have to go from point a to point b i might just hop into my mm-hmm. car and uh, you know just go but god forbid if i mm-hmm. maybe the car has gone with somebody else and i don't have a vehicle mm-hmm. i'm not going to go there and stop my day and the importance of my work i don't feel conscious of stepping into a public transport or sitting yeah. in a in a taxi or a bst yeah, bus yeah. or a train yeah. hopping onto a train i've done that for most of my life i still don't feel conscious about it maximum mm-hmm. it will take is maybe 10 minutes extra a few sweat patches but you'll get back to your work that maybe really in an ac room that's the only that's the only that's the only thing <laughs> carry a perfume bottle with you god damn it yeah. <laughs> and an extra maybe maybe an extra shirt that's what i was about yeah. to say so yeah so yeah. i i don't have those okay, okay. Uh, you know those airs about me i you know i don't think stars yeah. um in general should have that you should be confident about yourself uh, the other thing that my father has always taught me and i think i'm going to teach this now to nurbi also is be a king of your mm-hmm. paradise you know whether your home is two bedrooms mm-hmm. or whether your home is yeah. 20 bedrooms you should be the king of your home yeah. and i feel that my father feels that he's made me feel like a king of my home he is the king of his home he's if i'm with him then he's the king you know it's so and how much money does it really take to get happiness you can't by happiness sure. so yeah. learn learn the values of happiness you know end of the day it doesn't cost a lot this conversation has been really like laid back and i really admire like how you humble you still are so thank you so much for everything oh sweet share yeah, thank you not at all i'm i'm really happy that we did oh, this okay. and we sh- we will be in touch we'll yeah. do this again we'll connect with for your sure. fans and and everybody online again anyways <laughs> yeah so we're going to say a big so thank you to everyone thank you so much yeah thank you loads so of much love for to you loads of love to all your fans and hope to chat again soon yeah. see you share for sure bye bye <laughs> bye